0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Insider. This week, I'm joined by a very special guest, uh, Jason, Jason uh, Engelbrecht. Hello there, Jason. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm doing very well.
1: However, Good on the I'm already, there.
0: <laughs> well, this is it. I'm, I've, I, th- I think out of the kind of 20 or so episodes that I've, I've done, I've managed to get at least four names wrong. So have I? I, I, I I'm sure I haven't quite pronounced your surname correctly, have I?
1: Uh, J- Jason Engelbrecht uh, is
0: fine, but it's actually Engelbrecht. But it- it's it's good, however you say it. Ah, thank you. Um, well, like I say, I'm very lucky to have you on the show. Um, would you like to do a-, a brief introduction to the
1: listeners? Yes, that'd be that'd be great. Thanks, Ben. Um, yes, so my name is uh, Jason, and I'm currently uh, Chief Technology Officer at Munich uh, Reinsurance. Um, I've been a technologist uh, for over twenty years, mostly leading um, digital product development teams. So my focus has really been about uh, digital transformation and digital product development. So trying to get you know new business market, uh, new business models to market. Um, and over probably about the last ten years, I've tried to very much focus in the area of data science. Um, so uh, either data collection, ingestion, um, analytics, processing. So really try to help companies um, use their data in the best and wise, wisest way. Um, and my uh, last two roles I've worked at, is uh, one is at Refinitiv, um, also referred to as Thomson Reuters, and then Bloomberg as well. So very much from a financial and uh, data background. <laughs>
0: My kind of CTO. That's, um, I guess, you think your background coming from a, a, a you know, more of a, a technical engineering focus. I've been discussing this a lot lately um, in terms of kind of CTO backgrounds, but definitely in the space that I'm, I'm doing a lot of work in at the moment. So, so yeah, very lucky to have you on board. Um, I'm, I'm asking everybody, um, kind of starting off the pods, how's life right now for you? You're working for a massive business. I'm sure you've got a big team. How's uh, how's your how's your day to day, and how, what kind of challenges have you faced over the last? few months?
1: Yeah, so uh, you know, everything started off uh, um you know, it's a weird world that we work in. But I think, you know, we've really adapted well. And I think part of that has to do with the fact that we put so much um, effort into our remote working, you know, Munich Re is, a, is an international business. So, you know, I think we operate in nearly every country in the world. So I think we're used to uh, working in a global manner. But what has been very weird is not seeing the people. You know, I used to travel quite a lot, um, you know, go see people in, in, in Germany and the States and, and, mm. and Asia. And that's been a bit Weird. So, trying to make sure that you can you can keep that connection and, and really importantly rapport. You know, in business, it's a lot about rapport. So, I think I've definitely found that a challenge. But um, I think we've we've adapted it to it. You know, uh, a lot of new tools and and ways of working and you know put a lot of effort into it. And also trying to make sure that our our people are, are safe and comfortable working mm. from home. I think that's something we put a lot of effort in too. But um, um, I'd say my biggest you know challenge at the moment is really trying to think about how do we keep our eye on innovation, hardcore innovation? Um, You know, obviously COVID has brought new things that we have to do, you know, um, new ways we need to adjust, but there still is a long-term, just general push towards innovation. and, And for me, it's about trying to keep your eye on the prize at the end and trying to be collaborative you know when you can't be in the same room and, and do that just general brainstorming yeah. and whiteboarding and all that kind of stuff that you're used to and run workshops um and that's what that's really been playing in my mind
0: yeah, it's, it's. I think this is um, this is a common. The one thing you didn't say there was was um, coffee machine. The other thing that when people talk about collaboration, coffee machines always seem to come up on my podcast. It's funny, but I absolutely get that. And um, I had um, a podcast a couple of weeks ago um, with the head of platform engineering at Form Three, and it was fascinating. They have uh, had you know excellent feedback as well and lots of interaction on on linkedin because they're a business that have over 80 engineers based in over 15 countries and they've been they've built a remote workforce so ultimately what what you, know, I, you covid didn't affect them too bad in terms of the kind of process of of continuing to recruit but what they can teach a lot of people is about collaboration and innovation because that's the next big challenge for me um, and I'm really glad you brought it up you're somebody who are, I've read your your recent posts and um on LinkedIn and if anybody hasn't read them they should um I learned a lot actually um particularly around your sleeping habits I can't believe the amount of tech that you've got involved in that but it's incredible yeah. so I think as an innovator yourself you can definitely relate to it now what what they've they've got they've created a culture around innovation I'm going back to form three in a previous pod because they it doesn't matter if you I work remotely five minutes from the office or you're working in a different country they they their culture is all focused around innovation and collaboration and making sure that everyone's part of it it must be a, a massive challenge what's your kind of thoughts on on how we can keep innovation going and 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 how can we make sure that everybody's um brought to the table so to speak well for me um There's two parts to the innovation story. So I think
1: from an internal point of view, you know, I think it's it's a lot about putting additional effort into it. So things like you know hackathons or um, uh, you know remote baking sessions and and uh, you know there's many different things that you can do, but it's it's about keeping your team engaged Mm. and and really updating them about you know what's happening in the business world. So I think from an internal point of view. There's engagements um, and putting additional effort and actually making it a work stream. So one of the things that I've done is actually created a specific work stream, which is just about, you know, how do we continue to communicate internally? So that's one area. And I think that's an area that, that you know, I, we could tackle and there's tooling involved. That's, you know, I think works. I think for me, the area that I still think, you know, is as an industry, we need to think more on is innovation is only half internal. The other half is external. Um, and that external could be about other partners, you know. Um, and for one of the big things I think is, is um, a big issue there is the conferences. Mm. You know, I used to go to a lot of conferences and a lot about that, you know, is obviously listening to the great, spe- you know, speakers and, and keynotes, et cetera. But the other half was about, you know, when a startup speaks, you know, like, you know, at Cogex, a startup, you know, leader speaks. Then afterwards, you can always go to this, these little like breakout areas where you can talk to the talk to the person like you just can't do that as easily mm. um so is that how do you you know because I'm, I'm a firm believer that uh, you know this thing called bizarre innovation where just you get enough smart people in a room and they just like buzz off each other and they share yeah. ideas yeah love that. and that's just not happening at the moment um you know this morning i was at a i attended a, amazon had this you know great little um remote seminar this morning you know, it's, it's about some, about DevOps and things like that. It just wasn't, it just wasn't the same as yeah. having gone in, in person. So I think that's one thing. And then the set, you know, the, the the two and a half bit of that is actually how do you innovate with your clients, innovate with, you know, the people that you're doing business with and, it's sometimes it's not just about the education on your side; it's also ed- educating other uh, 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 um, your your clients, and I and I can see this in in the wider industry. You spoke about you know people working from home, um, you know the new normal and stuff, but I don't think anybody's really cracked sales from home. That's a that's a different question, you know. If you if certainly if you work in a B two B industry, how do you sell something? How do you approach, approach a new new customer? Now that's probably something that's that's re- relevant potentially for me to agree because you know we do a lot of uh, insurance. But I'm trying to think about some of the other companies that have worked at just in general uh, mm-hmm. uh, and sales. And I think you know this is where LinkedIn has definitely grown and become more important. I think there's a lot more people are open to interactions on LinkedIn than they were previously just because we just need new channels to be able to do business. Um, So, uh, you know, it's something I'm putting a lot of effort into.
0: Yeah. I mean, this. yeah. So I can relate to it from a recruitment perspective. So I was part of an organization called the Recruitment Network. And to be honest with you, they used to have like quarterly meetups. And yeah, it was great. There was, um, you know, particular speakers in and you, you you have a few sessions but the, the benefit was in these breakout areas you know when you would kind of say oh, how's what's what are you using at the moment for this how have you dealt with that problem what have you thought about r30 whatever it might be lots of different lots of different issues and it it really um and and you do miss that and i think that you know also i've been involved in a in the consultancy startup business um earlier on this year and again to kind of put our message out there and our sales it, it, it is very very tough and i think that. What I want, what my goal is, and obviously, I'll have other CTOs and technical leaders listen to this, and this is the first time I'm actually talking about it on the pod, um, because it's a recent um, kind of idea, is that I want to create this kind of um, community, this um, CTO technology leaders community that ultimately helps each other out with these issues you know the innovation issues um the onboarding issues the mental health issues the diversity issues all the all the things that everyone seems to be facing right now and ultimately if this you know kind of creating like a almost like a slack style community that people can bounce ideas off and i think that that's um that's something that i I really agree with and i think that that's where Guys like myself, because um, I think you know. Yes, equipment is my background, but really, I'm a connector, right? That's mm. that's I know people in, in, in different businesses and different skill sets. And I think that's I think that's the way forward. Trying to get in that room, so to speak, and make sure that we are talking. I think that's the problem. I think you know, everyone's been so concerned on delivering and making sure that projects are affected and making sure everyone's okay that we've stopped looking forward. And I think that you know the next. Next two or three year roadmap has um, got to be started to map out. I think um, something uh, I wanted to kind of, I, sorry, I, go I, for. I, say,
1: I, I completely agree, and, I, and I'm really looking forward to be invited uh, yeah, uh, yeah, to that yeah. forum. Um, and I, I completely, I completely agree, and I definitely think there's a need to it. So one of the things I have put as a personal goal to myself is I say yes much more often on LinkedIn. When somebody you know, just random reaches out to you know, I, I get a lot of links. So you want to come on my podcast? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <Yes. laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just say yes more because I think we, we definitely need that. We need that openness, yeah. and I and I completely agree with you on the mental health issue. Um, you know, I just see, see a lot of uh, companies need to put more support there, more you know, helping their people, um, and you know, just in general, people being kind of. <sighs> Against this socialisation, and I think that has has uh, moved over just for some people, even onto online. Mm. It's become much more secluded, and I've made myself, you know, a personal mission to say yes more. And um, so I, I look forward to coming to your forum. Yeah. I look forward to, to
0: innovating because um, we have to make to it. it work. Yeah, absolutely. I think to t- touch on the mental health stuff, it's it's interesting. I think that I'm now I'm at a stage now where um, I'm seeing. Um, candidates who have interviewed, um, st- placed in their job, onboarded uh, through obviously all remotes. But now I'm seeing co- guys that have left companies and taken other jobs and reported on all remotes without even stepping foot into an office and physically meeting their team, which which is bizarre. But a lot of it is down to how these companies are looking after their staff once they're onboarded. So I think everyone kind of looks initially where are we now over six months into COVID at at the whole onboarding, sorry, interviewing and onboarding and I think that that's a topic that, you know, I can talk about all day. And if you look back on my other podcasts, I would have done, but it's in the next stage now. It's, it's looking after the guys that you've got on board and making sure they're okay. And all of a sudden the, the rates drop of infection and everyone's like, oh, okay, it's okay now. Everyone can go out. And, and then all of a sudden they could change back. So it's become such a big thing. Um, and I think that companies... If you're not looking after your stuff, somebody else will. So it's it's really making this kind of war on talent, um, you know, a bigger issue than before. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I mean, are you finding that? I'm uh, not uh, sure how much involved you in your recruitment, but is it there's obviously a war on talent, and it's and it's difficult. Are you finding that um, people are moving? Okay, or do you think there's more less more or less opportunities? Or so uh, yes, yeah, so, you know I, I've had
1: people you know uh, join my organisation and it's and it's all been remote and it's and, you know it's it's been a, a success. I think there's you know certainly from the technical point of view there's great um, you know remote uh, testing software. Obviously Zoom and cetera is great for the interview process and there's you know uh, remote assessment software. You know if you're going if you're hiring somebody in a technical field, so that stuff help that helps. But there's the onboarding. Um, which is, which is, you know, different because, you know, I'm, I'm used to when somebody joins my team, you know, you, you and the team go out for lunch and, you know, you get to know that person and build that rapport. Um, and that's definitely harder. So I think there is a, a shortage of good talent. I think um, definitely I've, I'm seeing this in the industry where, you know, there's some companies which haven't ha- been as fortunate on having prepared uh, you know the digital infrastructure, as as well as the organisations I've been with, um, and so you know some of the other organisations are desperate for talent, and just people aren't moving around, or there's mm. a lot of competition for them. Um, definitely, area I'm seeing this is is in cyber security. So with the greater uh, move online of um, uh, you know, people working online and working remotely, there's a lot of new tools being introduced um, into the mix. And, you know, some organizations that are smaller, um, they just don't have the security processes in place. So I think there's a lot of, you know, uh, good for for um, data scientists. Definitely, there's a lot of demand there. And secondly, a lot of, of cybersecurity people. So that's an issue. The other issue I, I can see is even um, now you talk about onboarding, but I also think about when somebody leaves, you know somebody for whatever reason you know might be emigrating or whatever they leave your organization and and, and what i find really sad is the fact you can't just take them out for a drink <laughs> say thank you for thank you for the hard work so you know i think it's really important that when you've got somebody and 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 the way you say hello and is uh, the way you say goodbye is just as important as the way you say hello um and that's definitely something i think you know industry needs to think more and more of but talent it's it's a big issue there's not enough of the uh, the the talent available and i think certainly um for the more junior positions people are just not wanting to move they're, they're trying to they've got a job they're trying to stay there um but you know and i think even in the senior uh uh world there is a there's a lot of demand there so organizations are wanting very good and seasoned senior uh tech leaders um and i see a huge amount of demand out there and a lot of people showing interest
0: that's that's a re- you made a couple of really really good points there actually. The first one about saying goodbye. That's that. Do you know what? That's just something I haven't thought of. I've had in the last, um, I guess, three or four months. Um, I've had some contractors who have who've been contracting for me for a couple of years. Fantastic guys, and and yeah, in the similar situation for big organisations where you know there'll be a hell of a party when you know a leaving do. And uh, yeah, that, that's. I think that's one of the things that's going to happen because these leaving dudes will happen. You know what techies are like; you're never going to miss out on a pub session. So when we're going to come back, and there's there's going to be a lot of catch ups. I think for for maybe people that have moved on as well as people who are joining. To be honest with you, good point as well about junior staff. I think you're right. You know, I think that I think positions that I have at the moment. Um, I think. That junior staff are more, I guess, guys up with up to kind of two, three years of commercial experience are the ones who are less likely to move on, um, and I have those requirements, and 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 yeah, I think that is an issue. I think that I think the stability is more important for those guys. I think at the senior level, I'm, I'm finding more senior opportunities right now. Um, I think that um, a lot of companies have maybe kind of stopped and had more of a kind of strategic view of what they want to do next, and I think that's kind of opening opportunities for more for more senior engineers. But yeah, the cyber side of things i I couldn't agree more anybody knows we would know that i don't do enough work in cyber but but the data science thing is is definitely a a big area of of, um that i'm recruiting into and that's your and that is that your kind of if when we're looking at kind of moving forward and, and the innovation that excites you is it is it more your background obviously within data is it is it more the kind of data side of things and data science that's that's exciting you uh, yes, it, it definitely. I think a lot
1: of that has to do with my 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 personal experience. You know, I've come, as I said, I've I've moved to data science, and I've got a master's of data science, and continuing my my studies within it. So yes, that's definitely an area that I that I have uh, drawn to. But I also think there's other things like product management that's really important. So uh, you know, and digital product management and product development that's very important. I think that's a really important skill. But uh, you know, as people you know uh, adjust and bring out new products. Um, I, I'm seeing this certainly when I do a lot of work in the States, it's amazing how the startups have responded very quickly and you're seeing new products and markets, um, you know, uh, helping, you know, track and trace or PPE or mm. it's amazing how the startups uh, uh, respond quickly, but the only reason they can do that is because they got good, good product owners and, and, yeah. and good product managers. And so I see, I see that as being, you know, a very, very important skill of the future. There's a, there's a difference between understanding an industry, you know, somebody in my area would have an insurance background or my previous organisations like financial background. There's a difference in understanding the industry and being able to the skills to create a product in the industry. Those are two very different things. And I think that's really an, an area that I mean, I'm you know always looking for really good talent in.
0: Now, I, I completely agree. I think um, from cons- that the, the work that we've done in our consultancy division, I think that I've we've been involved in in helping teams um get products over the line and i think that there's um i think when you get good products uh, it, the the challenge is always dealing with all areas of the business and i think if you get a good product manager who can you can understand the technical side of things as well and, and manage the stakeholders and that's it's massively it's key for sure um jason uh, i i want to thank you so much for coming on the show um it, it's I, I feel honored to have you on um and talk about some really important pressing matters um i'm i'm really keen to obviously get you involved in the um in our uh, the insider community that we're setting up that's going to be kind of going over the next six months or so um but yeah listen i really appreciate it thank you so so much for coming on it's my complete pleasure and and look forward to being invited to our first uh, virtual Mm -hmm. get together of of
1: you know uh, a cto round table or whatever it might end up being so thanks a lot for inviting me thank you very much all the best Mm -hmm. see you then bye